Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott and Mary. Come on, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Welcome to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott. With me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary! You can hear us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Public Radio. You can also please like and follow us on Facebook, No New Friends Podcast. If you'd like to sponsor the show, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Please, again, like, share, follow us on all of the podcast platforms. And then if you'd like to message us on the show or support us, just click on the link in the episode description. All right. Now with us today is a very special guest, a good friend of ours. He is from Tasty Trivia, which is the best trivia in the state of Florida. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Mr. Craig Brooks. Woo! I, oh, can we post? Can there be like a applause and post? Applause and post. Thank you so much for having me on, guys. I really should have just said my name like Mary did because I like that intro. Yeah, like, it should have just been Craig. <laughs> You know, we, we, I found some things that I like that Mary did in the first couple episodes, and now it's just kind of a staple. Every, every show, she starts with going, Mary, and then she ends every show with, okay, bye. And yeah. uh, I just love Which it. Which is how I, I end every phone call or <laughs> is, anything is that, in real life. Or in life. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> or, or we get an, uh, love you, mean it. Okay, bye. Well, yeah. dang it, your intro was so good. It was such a good intro. Best trivia company in the universe, I think you said. I mean, you might have I think that was it. I'm Something not sure. Like I'm not sure, but I am grateful. And we will have some trivia later as a little teaser to yeah. those listening the early minutes. Yes. But Ooh. thank you so much for such an intro, sir. I appreciate that. Of course, man. You deserve it. So a little background on Craig. Mary and I have been working with Craig for, gosh, five, six six years. Craig does trivia at restaurants and bars, and it's a very, very good trivia, tasty trivia. And to find out where they're performing in and around the Orlando area, tastytrivia.com, correct? We got tastytriviaflorida.com. We'll get you there. If you just Google tasty trivia, it will go there. We've got a little SEO magic, but yeah, we've, you know, COVID was strange. We had a lot of events going pre-COVID and then COVID obviously took some live entertainment down and we we switched. We do some virtual things that are cool, but we have gotten back into live. Uh, we've we've enabled some hosts to empowered some people to get back in there. And we've done a partnership with another Central Florida trivia company to really grow trivia. I'm passionate about trivia, let alone the fact that I've obviously I have a brand and that's important, but I'm passionate about people getting back to establishments. So we partnered with, a, with another local company to make sure we can get more hosts out there 
And as COVID comes down, that's when we'll really be pushing that. Right now, we're heavy on virtual. There are a few people doing a few things out there, but our biggest, where, where we're at is corporate and larger virtual games that are, I guess you, you would say safer in, in, the, in the short term and mm-hmm. kind of gearing up and getting our ducks in a row so that we can really roll out dozens of hosts as COVID starting to clear up and get entertainment back because trivia bingo and having fun at bars and restaurants is something I think all of us have been yeah. passionate about. We need it. Our lives. Yeah. <laughs> we need it. And people want it and people want to mm-hmm. get back out safely. And that's what I, we've been working on. So tasty has been working on that over the year of refining how we can serve virtual, which is awesome, but with a keen kind of eye and ear on how can we get back to live and how can we do that? And that's why I made some new partnerships and some new growth things because we learned a lot through COVID and having to, you know, not have a business almost for, for a couple right. of months, right. almost a year. So right. that's that's what's exciting me now of that we're, we're probably closer to the end of it than the beginning. Mm-hmm. That's a hope. That's a cross fingers. It looks good. And by, you know, a couple months, maybe end of summer, maybe, maybe fall, we're talking about be, you know, go with it. And, and people, what I think storming in a good way, bars and restaurants <laughs> and supporting local, right. Supporting those local establishments. And I think that would be the moment that people really come together to spend their money. Maybe some of the stimmy, maybe they save some of it. A little stimmy. stimmy I got to tell you, there are a bunch of thousandaires running around right now. The hospitality industry thanks the stimulus and uh, tax return season. You you put both of those at the same time. Man, people are running around like crazy buying stuff. They're eating out. They're eating yeah. out. They're going to bars. They're doing things. And uh, hopefully we line this up well where trivia and bingo and entertainment kind of comes back. Again, I'm, it's not going to be crazy just now. I think we're a couple months away from, again, mm-hmm. more of it clearing up and more of it being. But we're getting more and more inquiries from bars and restaurants that are starting to try to get safe about it, try to figure out their capacities. I'm looking at third quarter and fourth quarter is when things nice. can get like, let's That's go. That's awesome. Well, let's I got to tell you, I, I'll bring it up in, in the next segment, but uh, I think the bars are back. Based on my Some observations yesterday, which was St. Patrick's Day, we'll talk about that in segment two. Craig, what, what I love about your bit, first of all, everything you touch turns to gold and, and you're, no. you're so brilliant <laughs> in Stop. the way you execute. Tell your, the people. <laughs> your business. Because right away, when COVID started and all of these restaurants were like, nope, we're closed, dine or uh, takeout only, you quickly evolved to virtual. And, and it, it showed up in my Facebook memories just the other day of when you started it. And, yeah. you know, that that is what kind of inspired me to do some of the things that I did at the first, you know, we talked about this on the last episode where the first two weeks of the pandemic were fun. We got creative and, and found ways to entertain ourselves and entertain others. You know, I read bedtime stories every night. Uh, Rachel and I did uh, a Facebook live show the the scott and rachel show and that's where that's where i wanted to start with mary is doing a facebook live kind of webcast type thing we just couldn't figure out how to do it but here we are now and and i just love how you were able to evolve and and just kind of figure it out i appreciate that my man i mean i have failed at so many things through my 25 years doing business stuff and i did start as a youngin i was doing stuff with my dad when i was like 12 13 Every failure leads to new opportunities, right? And I know failure is a word that some people look at as like, what do you mean? No, no, failure is so bad. I don't see it that way. I see any any obstacle or any moment you have an opportunity to learn from. And, and COVID was a big one, a big, big one. Sure. Oh, yeah. I think we all learned a lot. <laughs> you, you had to. And if you weren't ready to pivot, if you weren't ready to 
try something different, you were probably going to get left behind by whatever. Mm -hmm. What's so interesting for me on the trivia front is the amount of corporate inquiries and the the types of people we're able to do virtual trivias for, that isn't even going to end after COVID because some of these businesses have people all through the country. So we accidentally, by being aggressive and trying stuff, found a whole new kind of funnel that is going to be, we we can do it and we are planning to for for in perpetuity. So when businesses want to have icebreakers to their opening meeting, boom, we can come in with a 15 minute trivia to open their Zoom meeting. And we've been doing that. We've done multiple charity ones. We just did one with Ronald McDonald House, raised $8,000. So not that that's like the millions they would want, but for, for having 80 people on a Zoom and raising 8,000, they were they were encouraged by that. And right. these are the kind of things that like never were on my radar. I was very much, you guys know this, in the properties, on property. And I, and, and I do believe that that is so important. But when that got taken away, now, tw- end of 21 into 2022, well, I got two streams. I, I'm doing mm-hmm. dual streams. And that doesn't mean they'll both succeed. It just means learn and pivot and learn and pivot. And I try to bring that to every one of the businesses. That's amazing. That's amazing. Now, it's an interesting story how Tasty Trivia kind of got started. Do you mind sharing the start of Tasty Trivia? Absolutely not. Why wouldn't I? I love telling stories about my own stuff, right? So so Tasty Trivia, what, what's really crazy, I'll, I'll go to the full origin. I didn't envision ever hosting trivia. I started a, this is going to make me sound, again, immature, and that's a, that's appropriate. I started a beer pong company that was called Clear Pong. And this is in 2000 and I think eight or nine. And we were hosting beer pong tournaments as fraternity-ish as that is. It is exactly that. And that was doing well. And then I got a job well enough not to like be my only income, but well enough to like, oh no, I got to keep that going. And I started bartending server first and then grew to a bartender at a TGI Fridays. The GM at that Fridays, which was rest in peace, Altamont Springs, TGI Fridays. Rest in peace. RIP. That GM said to me, and you guys know me, so this makes sense. Hey man, you're the loudest person we have here. (laughs) Corporate sent us a a, a box that has a mandate that we have to have trivia. Will you host it? No equipment, no audio, nothing. And he's like- <laughs> Just shouting from the bar top. <laughs> that, yeah, 100%. That's the first show. The first show, if you remember Altamont TGI Fridays, I'll set the scene. It did have a second layer, uh, like mm-hmm. a, a technically three, there weren't real stories, but it was like the base level, three steps up, you're at the bar, three steps up, you're in this, well, I don't even know what you call that, but where the booths and cool <laughs> people sit, where the cool, the, the, we'll call it the VIP of the TGI. Right, right. right? The, wow. the TGI Fridays. <laughs> Week one, I'm literally shouting over the railing, the questions and going around using TGI Fridays, corporate approved box of 50 questions quickly realized that sucks and i'm out of questions after week one so bought a fender unit the fender like all inclusive Mm -hmm. it comes with a mic it comes with everything right speaker stands and started writing the trivia for two years it was just a tgi fridays on thursday nights it was a late thing it was like 10 o'clock it was weird right it was working but it grew this organic like following. And by word of mouth, I got some other bars and like that became, we would start doing Pong at places and trivia and got more word of mouth, more word of mouth, put the website up probably in like 2010, Uh got started getting inquiries. And that grew by last year to 45 to 50 weekly events, which was wild just by hustling, just by straight hustling, 30 hosts getting it up. And again, you know, COVID did what it did. Right. But I do think in time, 
our partnerships and what we're doing could lead to even more events than I even had. I do believe That's, that. Oh, I, I I have no doubt that that'll happen. Now, if you haven't been to a Tasty Trivia event, the format is a little bit different than most trivias that you would attend. Most trivias are three rounds and that's it. It's just a three round, you, one point for every correct answer in the first round, what, five points for every correct answer in the second round? Yeah, I think they do points that. in the third, something like that. It scales yeah. up. And, and that's it. What Tasty Trivia does is a very unique approach of trivia, which I absolutely love. It's five rounds and each round has its own category. Now, there are theme nights that they'll do. They'll do Friends Trivia where it's all Friends Trivia and even the Friends Trivia is broken into segments like Friends Actors, Friends Characters, Friends Locations, whatever. But it's five rounds and each round is scored kind of individually. At the end of the game, at the end of five rounds, you take your total score and you bid it, just like in Final Jeopardy. That's right. So I have I have gone to trivia events where I've had a perfect score up until the final question. And you have to be strategic about how much you wager. Do you wager one point? Do you wager two points? Do you wager all of it? Half? Whatever. And I have lost the final question either by not bidding correctly or by missing the question. So it's a great uh, it's a great format. I probably should have let you explain it, but I like to hear my well, voice. Well, it might be better than you explain <laughs> it because the fact that it's stuck with you there's even a story behind that. I did not start with that format. I actually fell into the same, whether you want to call it a trap or, or cycle as other trivia companies, we started with three rounds of 10. And I felt like there was something missing for engagement. I even right. used to do it old school by letting the people turn in their sheets and I would sit in one place. We weren't walking around in the beginning. In the very beginning, it was very much like you would have seen other trivia. The trivia guy sits in one place. While maybe I was funny in certain moments, it was still that same format. It wasn't until I realized, A, I don't like sitting in one place. B, I need to buy a wireless microphone. And C, <laughs> shorten the rounds up. Right. That's when it all came together that we were doing table to table, more communication, more engagement. And it was two things. Bobby G's, which I don't know if you remember there. Rest in peace, Bobby G's also. <laughs> I had a guest there that told me of a strategy, that bidding strategy used on every single round, not as a final but every single round. And that started cooking in my head back in 2011 or 12. And I'm like, wait a minute, why don't we just match Jeopardy? They don't own the concept of right. five rounds, five <laughs> questions and a final. It's, it's so successful. Jeopardy is the quiz show. And that's what birthed the new format. And people really started digging it. And we were all about variance. We wanted to create variance where, just like you said, somebody could come in thinking, wow, we're the bee's knees. We have not missed a question and they lose because of a moment. Because that happens on Jeopardy, though. The right. number one mm -hmm. show, that actually happens. And exactly. that's where it all came from, is being yeah. inspired by the things that do well in your segment, right? And I again, same thing. That can happen in a different industry, too. That can happen in the restaurant industry. That can happen in the web business. If you find that thing that resonates with you or a place that you get inspired by and you can adapt it, I think you, you find that people start to understand you a little better and start to lean in. And they're like, whoa. This makes sense to me because I am familiar with it. And that's kind of the magic that helped us grow. The mixture of theme nights and a more engaging format, I think, resonated with people and, and became a little bit more fandom of it. And we grew right. to have some events that got incredibly regular, like week over week, really good. And then these theme nights would, would pop off. And I, I think that'll come back late this year into next year. Yeah, Some of them, unfortunately, were popping off even in the last couple of months, but you know, <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe that's not great. 
Man, your theme nights were so much fun. Craig Brooks with Tasty Trivia. I've had Tasty Trivia at every single restaurant or venue that I've managed. And I love since, you for that. Since, and I love since, you for all of that. Since we met. And it's a funny story, Mary. I don't even know if you know how I stumbled upon Craig, but I was at a bar uh, in Castleberry right across from the restaurant that we worked at. They were doing trivia. And I went up to the host and I said, hey, I'm looking to host trivia uh, at, at my restaurant. Can you give me some information? And he gives me a pen. So I email, I, I email, uh, <laughs> I email, it has yeah, a website. Here's a pen. I, I email and I never, never heard anything back. But months later, I'm at, or a couple months later, I'm at Duffy's in yep. Altamont Springs. That's right. And oh, were you having the seafood pasta with the traditional landfish? The traditional landfish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that, that's a funny story. I went to Duffy's and Mary asked me one time, she's like, oh, what'd you have? And I said, oh, I had the seafood pasta. She's like, what type of fish were in there? I was like, oh, you know, some mussels and, and I think some crab and then some traditional land fish. And she says, what the hell is traditional <laughs> land fish? What's that? What? What? What gave your mind that phrase? What? Right. As opposed to regular landfish? But anyway, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you have to prepare it a certain way for it to be traditional. Sure, right, it's right. got to be yeah. traditional. It's the traditional preparation. <laughs> exactly. So I'm leaving the restaurant and I see someone in a Tasty Trivia shirt. And I'm like, hey, man, I own oh, a Miami Dolphins hat. And I'm like, well, I'm going to talk to this guy because I really want this trivia concept in my restaurant. So I go up to him and I'm like, hey, man, I really want to have trivia in my restaurant. I've emailed your website. Haven't heard anything back. Now, this was an old website and the person who managed it doesn't do it anymore, I think. So that you're, you're actually correct. All of these things are true. Yeah. If you email Craig now, he'll get right back to you. So he's like, well, actually, I'm the owner. Let's set up a meeting. I'll come see your restaurant tomorrow. And mm -hmm. then magic was born. And we've done so many fun things like lip sync battle. Lip sync battle was like a gem for a summer. It was awesome. Yes, it was. It, it had hot heat, certainly uh -huh. meant to be a special thing, not right. great for recurring weekly, but dang it if some of those weren't next level fun. And we know that because that, so the video of you did go oh, yeah. what I would... I would argue that's viral. Mini that's viral. viral. That's viral. viral. I wore a dress and danced uh, and lip synced to I Feel Pretty from West Side Story. It got over 15,000 views, which it- It, it I, might have more than that now. If we, were to, if we were to bring that back, I mean, it, that could be worthy. It does only because I watch it every other week. <laughs> <laughs> and now Scott's gonna sing a bit. No. <laughs> exactly. All right, we gotta go to break. When we come back, we're gonna kind of recap Mary's birthday, and I wanna talk about super spreader events during St. Patrick's Day. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. No New Friends podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at Nikki PPINC. And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. 
At this time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters. Chris Kelahar. thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today and again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. Don't forget to like, share, follow all that good stuff on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email us, no new friends podcast at yahoo.com. If you'd like to message or support, just click on the link in the message description of the episode. We can be heard on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Raker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Tuesday was Mary's birthday. <laughs> Mary turned, what, 33? <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to talk about numbers here, Scott. I don't think 20, that's necessary. 29. 29 yeah. is what I see yeah, with my it's eyes. 29. Something like that. Uh, I turned 33. <sighs> the middle age boss. What'd you do? Um, I, I know you sent me pictures uh, of, of your day. What'd you do? Frolicked. A lot the, of just relaxing and not taking care of other humans, which was really cool. Is there really video cool. of the frolic? Is there video um, of the frolics? Oh, you know, I can reenact it. <laughs> I'd be happy to. <laughs> well, now you need to be on YouTube. <laughs> do a full reenactment of the frolicking. The best part was Waffles, my beautiful baby Corgi, um, was along for the ride. I don't know what makes me more proud. Like my children getting great grades or when people tell me how gorgeous my dog is. Probably the dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a whole day of people just stopping and saying, oh my goodness, she's beautiful. I'm like, her name is Waffle. She's very friendly. And uh, I got her new harness. She's living her best life. Uh, she went to a St. Patty's Day street party, which was not a super spreader event. We, you know, temperature checked at the beginning. But yeah, oh, they great. gave her a little that, green neckerchief. That makes it that a temperature check will solve everything because COVID it. does not exist if you've been temperature checked. Listen, I wore my mask. Stop judging me. I see judgment in your eyes. <laughs> but waffles, also, there's no judgment. Waffles wear the mask. Waffles didn't wear a mask that would hide her beautiful face. What if she's spreading? What if she's shedding virus right now? What if she's right? shedding the virus? Well, then anyone who came in contact with her. Uh, life well lived. They got to meet her. So congratulations, actually. <laughs> Sorry I, I for all your dead folks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I thought that I was living an episode of like Flat Stanley with all the pictures that I was getting <laughs> of waffles yesterday. At one point, I even said, I was like, this is like fat, Flat Stanley. Waffles is everywhere. Well, but it's it, like, where's here's waffles? Why. Yeah, but here's why. So she, this is the first time she's gone out like that, out and about for spans of more than you know, like, 20 minutes. Is this minutes. like a, a newborn? You can't bring it out? for like a, I don't know immunity has built up I don't bit. know Nobody, you gotta wash your hands before you hold waffles <laughs> don't touch waffles basically yeah, don't, don't, touch waffles. don't touch her um no and she she went to her first brunch and like had a meal they had that a little sense. doggy menu which was great it just I don't know it was a fun experience and you know I like being told that my dog is beautiful she got to see the ocean you know it's just oh I so you went beautiful. wait a minute so this went from like here to over to the coast I mean you brought you, um, there was some travel there's travel uh, just to Gulfport, so okay. not too far, um, but stayed in a really, really cute hotel, and the pet mm -hmm. mayor of Gulfport owns the hotel, so I felt very comfortable being there with waffles. A, what's a pet mayor? Wait I, a second. I, just, I, I don't really I know. I don't really exactly know, you, you but he, 
you made I, that. No, up. I'll send you the picture that I took of the sign that's at the hotel. So you have your regular mayor of Gulfport, and Correct. then you have your mayor that governs the pets. Right, but according to the sign, I don't know if the pet mayor's the dog or the human, so I'm not really sure. <laughs> this is like Boss Baby all over again. It kind of is. Petco or whatever. whatever I don't the know. Oh yeah, company. with the puppies. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get puppy the no go, new friends. Go researchers on this the no new friends gonna, researchers have to have figure out get the, get the interns get the interns yeah. on this immediately the people must know is the pet mayor a human or canine or is there a cat that's fighting their way in trying to usurp what is i'm assuming a dog and a human i don't know i'll have to do some research um and we need it this is oh, the we need it. The thing. people need it. Well, the the whole area was so cool, and the people were so friendly. There's dogs everywhere. Everywhere was pet friendly, and we don't have that around here, really. So it was nice. That's it was true. a really nice experience, and uh, you know, I'm just continuing the fun now. I don't have tiny humans to take care of for a while. Wow, so. how long are your kids gone for? Think that I don't know. Good question. <laughs> just kidding. Is it, is it um, camp or they've been taken? They've been taken, but in good hands. In good hands. At least through tomorrow, I will be a hundred percent free to move about the cabin. <laughs> nice. That. Okay, so the research department has gotten back to us. Okay. Oh, great. Gul Gulfport, as of February nineteenth, twenty twenty, has a pet mayor named Coco. That's got it. So it's a dog. It, it is a dog. Uh, now, wait a minute. What about Coco made you determine that it was a dog? <laughs> oh. there's, there's a picture no, of this No, dog. I know, but Mary didn't see the photo. Mary was saying, it's true. Is, this, is this dogism and catism going on here? Because Coco could be a cat name or a it, gerbil it, name. It could be. It could be. <laughs> they, they had a pet mayor election. And the, the people spoke. And in addition to the new animal leader, they've also, the city has no, also no, no. acquired Damn it. It's got to be animal leader. Forget pet mayor. Throw <laughs> pet mayor out. Change that sign to Gulfport's animal leader. Yeah. In addition to a new animal leader, the city has also acquired several new furry ambassadors and officials who will all represent the city for one year. <laughs> Do they have to rerun? Is there Can another I send this election to my cycle? commissioner? My uh, Longwood, yeah. Florida person needs this. <laughs> right? In we a field this. full of wonderful Canada dogs and candidate candidates. Canada dogs and candidates read the release <laughs> post on the Society's Facebook page. Coco the Fabulous Spokesdog for Gulfport's Pennsylvania Inn. Oh, this is Oh yeah, the it's Peninsula Inn. Peninsula Inn, sorry. Led the pack. Congratulations, Coco. This wow. is the craziest thing. I'd I've love ever to know heard. the vote counts. I really would. Are we talking <laughs> well, like eleven to nine? Or are we talking like thirty-three thousand to fourteen? <laughs> I don't know. Uh there was there was I guess three other animals that, that emerged as, as front runners. There was a corgi pup ember <gasps> who captured much of the youth vote. So they Never actually eat. did like polling. Like this the is youth vote, the youth <laughs> vote went for ember. I need to go to this place. Can I get can I get directions? Oh, oh man, I got gosh. my directions from Waze. I don't yep. know. So, uh, so you got lost on the way is what happened to you. Obviously. <laughs> ember is gonna be Gulfport's pet vice mayor. Oh <laughs> no. Consolation position. Yep, they have uh, Ty, who is the pet ambassador for the arts, and Shortstack is going to be the, <laughs> the director of Paws and Recreation. I love that. This, I, is, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. That seemed oh, like something that would have happened post-COVID, but you said February, which means 
February they were 2020. Not, they, yeah. they were just doing it to do it, not to brighten people's days after right. the fact. <laughs> right. This so is listen, it was something that needed to be done for the community. Right. <laughs> it looks like they, they were raising money for the Gulfport Historical Society like and, and like local that. pet charity rescue, Rescue Pink. Uh, and they raised $3,800. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Very nice. So that is yeah. interesting. They oh, they have an official petting in ceremony. Instead of the Longwood Florida, head. get on board, Longwood. Yeah. I need this. Yeah. I, need I think pet. Lake Mary needs to get on board with this. This is maybe not- we could just do a Seminole County thing. We'll join together and force this. could be a no new friends thing that you sponsor yeah. the concept. You pay no monies. But you sponsor right. the concept, and it sounds like Mary would be willing to do the interviews of the of the winners. I, I yeah. would be, <laughs> but am I allowed to enter my own dog? Like can well, Waffles no, be I think, I think you have to help Waffles be the reporter. I think Waffles <laughs> has to be doing that really in depth, like one on one interview, like CNN oh, like Fox the, style. Right. Like the sniff, because I can't do that. I, I wonder exactly. if the local news. <laughs> I wonder if the local news covered this and started, you know, making up stories about the Fantastic. other candidates and all that. Like, uh, you know, was, was it was it biased media for yeah. one dog or the other? There had to be some takedowns, right? So Ember yeah. was talking <laughs> trash about uh, Coco, and Coco was like, "Wait a minute, I don't do attack ads, okay? That's not how I run my campaign." Right. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, queen campaign. Short Stack was having an affair with another, you know, stray dog. This Listen, is why weird. would <laughs> this is the weirdest thing? Bring in ever. the stray. Okay, well that was <laughs> and that was the recap sh- of my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> that is how your birthday went, isn't it? That that is how my birthday went. I ended it um <laughs> by eating too much and getting a giant pimple on my chin, which I've already shown both of you. And I also believe I'm owed an extra $1,400 for said pimple. <laughs> it's its own, it has its own gravity for those that can't see. It she does. deserves stimmy for it. It also looks like a mole. So you could have passed it off as not a pimple, but because you said it was a pimple, I can only see it that way. I feel like it's changed the entire structure of my face. Yeah, that thing's going to need a car seat and a stroller. I already have purchased them. Thank <laughs> well, you. you. I was prepared. Your $1,400. Yeah. I, I didn't get extra for it. Maybe I file should petition. The is there paperwork. a pa- is there paperwork? There is. Let, let's call Coco the pet mayor and see if he can assist with <laughs> that uh, pimple stimulus. Mary has oh. a large tumor sized pimple that has its own <laughs> thoughts. She deserves stimulus. Please help. <laughs> I'm just trying to support my face, man. I want to be a good mother. <laughs> I just need to afford the appropriate creams. Are you getting pimple support from the father? I, I think the father is my face mask, honestly. So. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, any whoozle. You're going to be going to, uh, to, to family court to uh, go after Johnson & Johnson. Oh, because I haven't got the vaccine yet. Oh. No, and your pimple hasn't either. <laughs> Clearly. Well, I, I got to tell you, I must be the last person on earth that doesn't have the vaccine. Because, I don't have it. Well, yesterday I had this craving. It was St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, I know it's it's Friday when this episode publishes, but we record a day out. So today is actually Thursday for us. So yesterday was Wednesday, St. Patrick's Day. It's very confusing. I feel like if they were to ever make a Back to the Future Part 4, the way we do things would have to be featured in it. I feel like our show should also feature Doctor Strange because we're altering time. Right, exactly. Exactly. So I had this crazy since it was St. Patrick's Day. I saw on Facebook 
tipsy bartender making a shamrock shake. And if there's one thing that I love about the month of February and March, it's McDonald's shamrock shakes. Ew, um, it's mint flavored. Oh, it's fantastic. <laughs> I can usually only get like one a year because the machine is always broken. Correct. Always. Isn't there ice yeah. cream machine always broken? <laughs> always broken. So I usually only get one shamrock shake. So I'm watching tipsy bartender make a, an adult shamrock shake. And I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, I need to go get myself a Diet Coke. So I'm going to go to the liquor store. I'm going to get some vanilla ice cream, some cream de menthe, and Godiva white chocolate. Mm. And I already had the cream de cocoa at home, so I made this green shamrock shake. It was unbelievable. The liquor store that I go to is in the same shopping center, same, same shopping plaza as an Irish pub. Craig, you and I have been there. And Mary, yeah. You, yes. You, you, yeah, we've all, we've all been yes. there. A good pub. Yes, good pub. This is a yeah. very large shopping center. There was no parking in the entire shopping center. I believe it. At, at all. I had to circle around twice to find a parking spot that was relatively close to the liquor store. And, and I've got pictures and, I, and we'll put them up on our Facebook. There were so many people crammed into, they, they built it, they put this outside tent once COVID started so they could see more outside. That was full. Yeah. The patio was full. The sidewalks on the perimeter of the patio were full. The yeah. inside of the restaurant was full and people were like outside the door. I mean, it was a, it was a nut house. And I'm like, wow, either everybody's got their vaccine or COVID is over. Did you think they, Mary, do you think they temp check? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Maybe. I, I don't it. know. I doubt it. It sounds like uh, they were living fast and loose. Well, that's going to happen again. Like. That's going to happen again May 5th. Yeah, but I think May 5th, by May 5th, I think that 90% of us will have the vaccine. Uh, yeah, and we also were supposed oh. to be in lockdown for two weeks. So yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, but that's because nobody like had everybody, and I don't want to get into the politicalness no. of everything, but it, had everybody worn a mask and had everybody done their part to protect everybody else, we would have been done in two weeks. We'd be what hanging about out with Chris Hemsworth. We'd be, we'd be rocking it like Australia. Yeah, exactly. Or New Zealand, whatever. But because, you know, this whole politicalness of it came out, uh, we didn't stop it. But I think because last year, if you remember correctly, St. Patrick's Day was canceled because everything kind of hit the That's fan. when it all went down. That's right. when it all went down. March that was the 15th, week. 16th. Yeah, that exactly. was the week. So I think everybody this year were like, you know what? We should have done it last year when there was only like a thousand cases in the country. Yep. This year, now that there's over a million, we're doing it anyway. They went ham. They went yeah. ham. They didn't go ham. It was insane. Craig, did you see any of that uh, in your travels yesterday? Did you do any trips? I didn't. I, I actually, I, I wasn't out and about yesterday, but I knew it was going to. There are like four drinking holidays that, pandemic or not, rarely get affected. And a New Year's, Halloween, Cinco, and, and St. Patty's. Right. And they're all going to do well. And we're also at the, we're at the, what we people have been frustrated, but I think we're at the tail end of the maximum frustration where people right. are going, forget it. I'll I'm on a wait list. I don't care what well, they should care, but they don't. Right. And that's when you see these nuts to butts packed houses kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. It feels wrong, but I get it. I, I, I understand why people are frustrated, but I also feel for like somebody could get sick as a result of that. Like quite yeah. literally. Yeah. It, you know, I, I don't want to say it frustrated me. I mean, it did frustrate me because my wife and I have been so careful. I mean, I did host a potential super spreader where you I had nine, nine people at my house after a long day of drinking. Oh, no, you're good under 10. I know. Well, right. 
Right. But for the most part, I mean, we we don't do much. We have gone to the theme parks a couple times, but the theme parks are probably the safest place. Oh, they do a great job over they there. They do a yeah. fantastic a job. job. So we, we haven't seen any. I, I mean, I haven't seen my family consistently. I, I just had my sister and my brother-in-law and their kids over. But before that, it was Christmas, uh, yep. Christmas time, because we didn't even get together for Christmas, Thanksgiving. And we've been very responsible to ensure that we don't get anybody else sick for for right. some time, I was around a lot of people. So with work, so I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go around family and all that. And it's frustrating to see the like, packed. I, I, yeah, I know, it's a controversial topic because. Yeah, well, I think it's still something we can talk about. And I'm gonna reference the movie Twister here quickly. You know, in that scene where she's like, you've never seen it dodge this house and dodge no, 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 that no. house if, and come straight gonna, for yours. Hold on. If you're going to quote Twister, quote it right. You've okay, never seen was, it miss this house and miss that house and come straight after you. Okay. So I feel like that's what COVID did to me personally. Like I right. feel attacked um, because I was very careful. I did not go out. I was I not acting bananas. Um, and I still got it. So it is frustrating. Sometimes I understand to see that, you know, people are just moving on with their life when for two weeks of my life, I thought I may die. Mm. That is my wow. soapbox that I will get off of now. Yeah. But and, and and I get it. You know, I, I want to get back to normal life. I want everybody to get no back to normal life. I want to see local businesses be supported, but I, I want it to be responsible. I mean, just in a safe way. So yeah, they didn't keep it going so that yeah. the momentum can exactly. grow instead Correct. of screech to a halt again. It, exactly. Correct. What I would have liked to have seen yesterday is maybe work some partnerships with other shopping centers to utilize their parking and make yeah, a huge right? street party. Space it out. In, space in that parking out. lot. Mm -hmm. Exactly. To space people out because there was, everybody was crammed in. Yeah. No <laughs> more nuts and butts or whatever you said. <laughs> nuts and butts. You, you, there are safe ways to do it. And I there think are. that's the most frustrating part. When you have an outside space, if you put tables far enough apart, if you create your stations to grab beer far enough apart, I know it's a lot of work, but that's how you could do it safely. And and I mean, I've even seen uh, live comedy shows and concerts doing it safely, way fewer yeah. guests, right. but it's about entertainment at that point. It's not about, yeah, you're not making a bundle of money right this second. And that's the problem. Many venues can't play the long game exactly mm -hmm. exactly we're gonna go to break when we come back we've got some trivia Woo -woo. to the no new friends podcast looking to advertise your business or service, please email us at nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. A captive audience is ready to hear what you have to offer. Contact us today. Again, that email is nonewfriendspodcast at yahoo.com. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends Podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. Email us, no new friends Podcast at yahoo.com. If you'd like to message us or support us, just click on the link in the episode description. And now it's time for some 
Trivia with Craig Crooks from Tasty Trivia. It's time to see who's smarter. Is it Scott or is it Mary? It's trivia time on the No New Friends podcast with Tasty Trivia and Craig Crooks. Woo, 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 woo. Oh, man, I should have had a better plan on what I was going to do. That's going to sound like a dog barking. Let the dogs out. Yeah. Baja Men, brought to you by the Baja Men. They're here. They're at my house, and we're ready to do trivia for you guys. So here's the deal. We got five questions, and I believe Scott laid down the rules. So I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to read a question. The You got to, I think, say your name to then be the, the one to answer. And I guess if the person's wrong, you know, the other one's got a chance to steal, but I, we're not going to, there's a time element here. I'm going to move and groove here, and it's either going to go that that question's a fail. So if you both get a wrong answer, it's a dumbzo. We're not going to keep going, and I'll give the right one. How do you feel about that? Feel great. Feel boom, great. I'm ready. Good. Boom. Shake the room. So let's go. We're going to hit all kinds of subjects. Listen, oh, you know, if celebrity birthdays is any indication no. of what Mary's going to do, I've got this. Fair. I got to come up so with some bad. prizing too. There's got to be something that I, that I, we, we'll work this out. We're going to work right. Pimple out. cream. I'll take there's, a nice <laughs> bottle or two of pimple cream. There's no guarantee that this will be a recurring segment. No guarantee whatsoever. <laughs> Let's do it. Question one, be ready. Which 49 year old Princess Diaries actress has won two Golden Globes in 2006 Mary. and 2019? Mary. Anne Hathaway. That is a guess, but it is not right. Damn. Sandra Oh. Boom. There it is, what? one to nil. Sandra O oh is 49 years old, has won a Golden Globe in 06 and 19, and has been nominated for eight Emmys. That's she a Grey's was, Anatomy. She was the assistant principal in um, in Princess Diaries. That's true, and Mary, and I her, told you, that leaned on Scott. Question yep, one leaned on Scott. Her, her fine, character okay, on Princess Diaries annoyed me so much that because of her, I have never watched a single episode of Grey's Anatomy. Go to Killing Eve instead. Skip Grey's Anatomy, Killing Eve's where it's at. Question okay. two, wide open spaces. Name the restaurant chain known for the following menu items. Oreo Big Scoop Cookie Dough, Quarter Pound Double Cheeseburger, and Chili Cheese Coney. Scott. Oh, Mary. I, whoa, that was very close. Where do I get the judge of like, who got the full name in? Because I heard like, Scott, Mary, Scott, I go see. for it. I heard the I, Scott No, first. I feel like you should pity me. I feel like I, that's Sonic. <sighs> that is Sonic, wow. Damn it. Wow, did Mary know that? Because I'm writing half I, Mary of the did know that. I'm an, I, I believe in her honesty, and that's happening. When you said chili cheese coney, it spoke to that's, my heart. That's what got me. I, it, it had to be the coney. Until then. It yeah. had to be it the coney. The, the, the first two, nobody was there. Yep. It Question could be ambiguous. Three. The coney is my go-to. I'm locked in now. I know what you guys sound like when you say your names. I'm locked in. Question okay. three. Olivia Wilde celebrated Harry Styles' Grammy win with photos of Sir Paul and Mick Jagger. A little bit high praise. Who did she quote, leave at the altar for the Comely Harry? She was engaged, Olivia Wilde. She left a man, very famous man, a very funny man for Harry Styles. They're together now. This man, I will give my one hint, because you know I like to do that. This is not even a crappy hint, this is a recommendation. He recently won uh, awards for Ted Lasso. Uh, Scott. There it is. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. That is his name. That is his name. Mary's heard of that guy. Mary has heard of that guy. I've heard he of just that guy. decided not to say his name out of protest for the fact that Olivia left him. I believe that. Correct. Yes. Yeah. That was, you yeah. can see it all over my face. Yes. I believe that was a protest. <laughs> so I'm actually going to give the point over to Mary. So that's okay. not that's <laughs> point anymore. That one, that was an accurate protest. We're moving that point. So it's two to one and a half. <laughs> Question four. Question four. Which Broadway musicals feature film contain the following songs? Think of me. Masquerade. Mary. Oh, Scott. That was Mary first. Phantom of the Opera. 
That is correct sauce. That is correct sauce. Phantom of the Opera. I didn't even get point of no return out. Nicely done. Uh, wow. Yeah. We're at what Thank some you. that are bad at math would say is a virtual tie with one question left. <laughs> we are at a virtual tie with one question left. This is a tough one though. And I might oh. have to give hints. Super timely question five. According to the Billboard Hot 100, what is the top song in the country right now? Right now, pop music. I'll even give you, if you just get the dang artist, it'll count. Tops. Mary. Take a guess. Up by Cardi B. That is not correct, but it's a very good guess. Scott, you can take a free guess, and then I'll go to Hint. I, I'm, I have no idea at all, so. Uh, oh. oh, I think I know. The, she the might walk. know, and I am. Mary. I am I'm prepared to give a hint too, Mary. What oh you no, got? I don't think I, driver's license. That is also a very good guess and two weeks old. So here's what I will do. Here's what I will do. You live in the past. We talked about this time warp. <laughs> we're going into the multiverse for all the marbles for the victory. We're going to go to a sub question, which is really name the artist. It is this person who's number one on the charts right now. You may know him as one of the most famous Canadians, and you may have seen him on Degrassi 20 years ago. Drake. Boom, 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 shake the room. Nice. Mary nice. makes us feel Lizzie <laughs> Drake is the correct answer. What's next is the song. Scott somehow got the most correct, but lost. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't know how that works. Well done, though, on all accounts. Scott with three correct answers, Mary with two and a half, and the victory. <laughs> almost, nice. Well, almost one correct answer. <laughs> That was Trivia with Craig from Tasty Trivia. And now we know who's smarter here on the No New Friends podcast. For more information on Tasty Trivia events, visit TastyTriviaFlorida.com. Thank you very much, Craig. We'll have to do that again sometime. I don't hate woof, that idea. Woof, I'm woof. for that. You know, yeah, and we'll always have the intro. The, <laughs> what the hell was Craig doing? Intro. Yeah, that, that's going to be saved. So I, I I love that first question, and I, I obviously know way too much about the Princess Diaries. Correct. I Princess Diaries 1 and 2 are probably two of my favorite movies of all time. I love that. I, I have some guilty pleasures that I'm going to share with everybody now. I love Princess Diaries. I will watch that thing three times a week if given the opportunity. I also realized yesterday how much I love the song for the first time in forever from Frozen. It's a goodie. That song gives a me banger. goosebumps. Goodie. Goosebumps that thing gives me. Bring Mary, down the house. What are some of your guilty pleasures, Mary? Okay, so I'm glad that you talked about a song. So I have children, so I can use that as an excuse for this guilty pleasure. But I do enjoy some children's songs. Like, for example, um, the Chicken Nugget song. I don't know if you've ever had the pleasure of listening to it. Um, it's it. by Perry Grip. Chicken, chicken nuggets, yeah. Chicken, chicken nuggets, yeah. I like chicken nuggets. It's true. It's it's a whole thing. And it talks about sauces. I got so sauces. hungry just then. So yeah, um, it's, it's wonderful. Also, on my iTunes, I may or may not have the Pokemon theme song. Oh. <laughs> like, they didn't have to go that hard, but they did it for us. And I may or may not listen to it with my kids in the car or not in the car. So that's definitely a guilty pleasure. I don't want to admit this. 
uh, because of my background, but I like watching Dr. Phil mm. sometimes yeah. just for, I don't, I, and I just listen to what he says. And then I remember that like, he is a doctor, but not really. He shouldn't be giving anyone advice because he has no LMHC, but that's fine. That's my guilty pleasures. Oh, and now that they have gluten-free Oreos. <sighs> help, oh, yeah, but that's that, I wouldn't say that's a guilty pleasure. Just I can eat an entire package of Oreos in one sitting. And well, I'm I was going to say sleeve at a time. Well, yeah, at least, at least a sleeve at a time. I found myself the other day uh, when Abby was here. I don't like a lot of the shows that she watches. Like she watches old shows on from Disney or Nickelodeon, like Hey Jesse or Camp Nowhere, whatever. I, I don't even know what they are. But yeah. I love iCarly. Like she fell asleep on the couch and Rachel's like, hey, Abby's asleep. You could turn iCarly off. And I'm like, no, I'm into this episode. I love <laughs> I'm sucked in. I am sucked into that show. Like I may watch it, you know, day and night when she's not here. Craig, That's what kind of okay. guilty pleasures do you have? Probably too many, but I'll give two because Mary <laughs> gave two. This one is because I'm getting old and it, I'm older than Mary. We don't have to give numbers, but I'm getting <laughs> no old. No numbers. And one of my guilty pleasures is... Uh, I subscribe to Spotify, and even though I don't always like all the music, I listen to the top hits. And maybe this is part of like my DJ-ness in the back. I'm not even DJing anymore, but I like to know what's current. And that's a guilty pleasure for me because my wife doesn't care. My friends don't care, but I typically want to know what's popping. Sometimes that's a bunch of mumbling. Sometimes that's great things like driver's license, like you said. Like Sometimes mm -hmm. great things come out of it, but that's kind of like a place where I'm aging out of it, but I'm staying. I'm aging right. out, but I'm hanging out. They're not going to take me away. They're, they can't. <laughs> you can't tell me that I can't talk about Olivia Rodrigo and that dude from High School Musical because I want in that conversation, right? <laughs> so that's my guilty pleasure of a, you know, desperation to stay relevant. And then mm -hmm. on YouTube, I found, you know, everyone went to YouTube holes. My guilty pleasure there that if I ever need a giggle, is people passing out on roller coasters. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Do you ever watch these videos? I have. I it's have. absurd. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's oh. hard not to be like, like physically it, laughing so hard. You're like, I cannot believe that someone passing out because you know they're okay. And maybe right. that's the way you can laugh so openly. But they look like they die a little bit. And they they like, do. There's they just do. a corpse in a cart. It's yeah, it's it's weird. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not into those videos. I love prank videos. Yeah. Kristen Hanby, uh, who I, he, either English or Australian, it's usually him and his sister or him and his girlfriend pranking each other back and forth. And I will watch their videos for hours. I love it. Hours I will watch it. That and, and Lance 110 or Lance, I don't know, it, this guy Lance, and it's him and his grandmother. And so funny. I love prank videos. I can't you get You would love TikTok. Them. You would love TikTok. It's I love TikTok, place. and I My don't wife, want to admit that. You should be, it, be okay with that because my wife, the way we communicate now is she sends me TikToks and yes! then we, we then talk on them. That is her jokes all come from TikTok. There's, there's terrible content on there, but there's also great content, which is the same of like every social platform. But yeah, don't be ashamed of that because I think there's fun stuff in under a minute. Dang it. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's yeah. what I like. I don't really have a very long attention span. So nope. 15 seconds, swipe it up, go yep. yeah. next. Next. Did you see during the like the first part of the pandemic, what I like to call the fun part of the pandemic is it, they, there was a streaming service and it didn't last very long. It was called Quibi. I was on there. Yeah. Quibi put out the entire and it was in 10 minute segments, yep. the entire Princess Bride reenacted by 
current actors. And each seg, you know, each segment was a different actor playing a different part. I watched that thing front frontwards and backwards. It was so freaking funny. I I was a pro quibier. They went. They lost a billion and a half dollars, and they don't exist anymore. Wow. But they paid a lot of money to like Kevin Hart and those people, and and they had an idea, and it wasn't the right one. Eight yeah. minutes, eight minute segments of like while people are in line places or on the subway, the pandemic plus just streaming in general just destroyed them yep for yeah. sure for sure craig what's your website so that people can find out where tasty trivia is going to be every single day oh i love you for that tasty or you can find us on facebook or instagram tasty trivia florida check out his website and his facebook make sure you support the venues that they're out i promise you it'll be a great time for you and the whole family mostly adults though Kids will like it too. My kids love it. Mary, what do you got going on this week? Anything exciting? Well, I'm going to not look after any humans for at least 48 hours. So that's Ooh. very exciting. But really, not a lot going on right now. So I'm just going to relax and live my best life. Awesome. Awesome. Don't forget, like us on Facebook at No New Friends Podcast. You can email, email us, No New Friends Podcast at yahoo.com. And we'll be back next Wednesday. Okay, bye.